What you're about to hear is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Yeah, hello, America. They're going back to vote again to see, can we pick a speaker? It's going to be interesting to see who wins and who loses on this. Uh, if McCarthy, if these Republicans who are standing up for you and the Constitution and, and, and sanity, honestly, and just basic sanity, if they begin to fall, it will be a loss for you. Uh, I think the opposite is going to happen. I think they, the GOP tried to strong arm these people uh, and tried to scare them yesterday. And I don't think these people are going to take kindly to that. We'll see as they continue to vote for a new speaker. Also, Zelensky was in town over the holidays. Oh, and he's somewhere else. He's been meeting with the CEO of BlackRock, Larry Fink. Huh. And he's going to be the main speaker. Where? Mm, at the World Economic Forum. What is happening with Ukraine? I try to make sense of that in 60 seconds. You don't have to wait to lock your front door until after the bad guy has already gotten into your home. You don't want to lock the bank vault after the guy with the sack full of money runs out of the bank. So why would you wait to get online protection until a cyber criminal has already gotten your information? This is why you need LifeLock. Internet safety you can't cut it out of the budget. It has got to be paramount in your life. 25% off a subscription now to LifeLock, which I think is the top of the line in cybersecurity. It has both preventative measures to keep you safe and access to a restoration team if you do end up having your information hacked into. Nobody can prevent you know all bad things from happening. Nobody can do that in any business. But I think LifeLock by Norton is the best in the business because they have both restoration and preventative. So join now, lifelock.com, lifelock.com or 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK. Use the promo code back and save 25%, lifelock.com. So uh, the president of Ukraine, uh, Zelensky, held a video conference meeting with Larry Fink, the CEO. Is there a guy who has a more apt name than Larry Fink? And BlackRock. Character from Three's Company. Oh. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's just, he's like a Bond yeah. villain. Yeah, okay, you know? yeah. <laughs> uh, Larry Fink, he is uh, the world's leading investment managers at BlackRock. Um, they, they manage about $8 trillion. It's probably more than that um, altogether, but under their direct uh, leadership, $8 trillion. Now, they had some preliminary agreements uh, with the head of state and Larry Fink. The BlackRock team has been working for several months on a project to advise Ukrainian government on how to structure the country's reconstruction funds. So I just want to. Ukraine comes and they want money for this war and our government gives them money and we don't send any accountants to track that money. Then BlackRock starts working with their government and says, we'll help you use that money. 
Mm, this doesn't sound like doesn't sound like there's anything we should be watching here, does it? He um, he agreed with uh, Larry Fink to focus on coordinating the efforts of all potential investors and participants in the reconstruction of their country, channeling investments into the most relevant and impactful sectors of the Ukrainian economy. During uh, the conversation, it was emphasized that Black BlackRock leaders plan to visit Ukraine in the next year. Our accountants, no, but BlackRock will be there. Um, <clears throat> they are um, they're uh, going in and uh, and uh, uh, looking after the allocated uh, funds, and they're going to advise on structuring the re- uh, reconstruction projects for Ukraine. So. Why has Ukraine become such a big deal? If you go back in time, do you remember? Ukraine was a big deal under Obama with Biden. Huge. 2014. Had to have Ukraine. Had to have Ukraine. The State Department overthrows the sitting president and gets in the new president and then biden comes over and threatens them with funds and says you got to get rid of this prosecutor otherwise we're going to withhold funds and they get rid of that prosecutor this has been a money laundering scene for the left for a very very long time george soros all of the left is over in ukraine why is the question now Is it because we are strategically using Ukraine to dismantle Russia because there is a fight for a new world order? And it is either going to be the World Economic Forum's world order or the world order of the communists in China or the Putins of the world. And that is a national socialistic kind of uh, nation. Or what the World Economic Forum is going for is an international socialistic sort of program. Okay, that's truly what it is. National and international. They're not communists. It is truly more fascism. It is the definition of fascism. When the state and the um, business collude with one another And the government tells business what they're going to do and what they're not going to do. And it's all privately owned, but it's a public-private partnership. That is the literal definition of fascism. This is what we went through in World uh, World War II. You had the national fascists of Italy and of uh, Germany. And then you had the international communists of russia at that time we also had the free world this time we don't have the free world what's happening now is we're arguing over fascism china might call themselves a communist party but they're much more fascistic in nature than communist this is the argument are we going to be international fascists or are we going to be National fascists, if they can take down Russia, which is a lot easier than China, then you have a much better chance of the whole world being against China and you have national fascism. I think that's one of the reasons. But I also think 
that there is there's just a lot of money sloshing around in Ukraine and there's a lot of slime in Ukraine. Who's getting rich on this? We need that question to be answered this year. Before we go to war or give them any more money, why are we there? Why are we now, according to um, a source in the CIA, we're now directing internal hits on Russia for Ukraine? Why would we do that? And second of all, why would we announce that? Why would we say that out loud? Shh. Inside voice. It's insane. I don't think even if Russia, if Putin says, I'll comply. <clears throat> He's not going to give back uh, Crimea. But if he says, I'll comply and everything else, I don't think we're going to make a deal with him. We want the destruction for some reason. And when I say we, I don't mean you and me. There is some other um, agenda at work. And I have a feeling it revolves around international socialism or the Great Reset. There's a couple of other things that you should be aware of. Uh, the TSA is expanding facial recognition programs at major airports. Um, they're going to they're going to roll this out nationally soon. But the facial recognition program, this is this is really, really bad. Do not give the government a scan of your eye. There is nothing worse than giving them a scan. That is more unique than your fingerprint. It gives more information about you than your fingerprint. And people are just like, yeah, but I'll get through the line quicker. Oh, my gosh. Don't do that. It's now being used in more than a dozen airports, Vegas, Denver, Dallas, Fort Worth, TSA uh, says it's going to destroy most of the images. That's kind of like mostly dead. Uh, they're going to destroy most of the images within a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. I'm sure. 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 Let's watch for that. Because you are going to see in the next year, maybe two, but I, I think it's going to be this year. You are going to see the beginning of uh, a, a tracking system, a global monitoring system that is beyond your imagination. We now have technology through low-altitude uh, satellites, uh, drones. We are, we are on the precipice of not a square inch of Earth being unseen 24 hours a day, not a square inch of earth. They're going to start it in the biggest of cities. They already are doing it in China. But now we have the computing power and we have the photographic um, power of being able to monitor everything and link everything. Did you see the movie uh, State of Fear? Who was in that? Uh, it was Gene Hackman. Uh, and Will Smith, I think. That was uh, Enemy of the State. Wasn't Enemy it? of the State. Okay. Thank you. Enemy of the State. 
enemy of the state, if you saw that, I remember watching going, that technology doesn't exist, does it? The answer then was no. But the people in the Pentagon and the CIA, they were like, hey, that's a pretty good idea. (laughs) There's a fun toy. Yeah. And we are now building it. And uh, there's probably no stopping it now, you know, unless we had Congress on our side, which don't count on that one. But that is extraordinarily dangerous. What part of that technology are you talking about? When you say the the, tech- uh, the the part of technology that could uh, what they're building now is low earth or low altitude uh, satellites in a string that can monitor one place all the time. So it because the satellites move, you need a string of them. So it's constantly trained on New York City and can lock in on New York City continually 24 hours a day. And then it will have parameters through the algorithm of that's unusual. That's not right. And it can, you know, it, it can read your, you know, the back of your credit card from space. And the algorithm will say something terrorist activity, something illegal may be happening. And it can automatically gin down, zoom in on any area, alert the police, alert the feds, or it can zoom in. And if it can't get close enough all through algorithm, it will then start to use the local cameras all the way to your cell phones and be able to see exactly what's going on everywhere in that area. So basically constant monitoring. They're calling it the all seeing eye. I wrote about it. It's called the eye of Moloch. Mm. Um, But that is now uh, coming, coming soon to a world near you. And even I I know you, I think I understand what you meant by this, but you said, you know, oh, this is definitely going to happen unless Congress gets on our side. But even if Congress was a a Congress that respected the Constitution, China's is not. Someone eventually is going to do this. No, somebody is going to do it. And that is the excuse that all of them use. Look, China is going to do it. So we better do it, too. Mm -hmm. Um, The problem uh, the problem with it is once you have it, no, no one, no one ever gives that power up. No one gives that power up. Uh, that's the problem with the intel being so uh, tied into the administration. You know, when when you have the NSA gathering information on every American, their phone calls, everything. No president is going to say, no, we should shut that down. Mr. President, Russia is doing it to the American people. China is doing it to the American people. We should at least know so we have the heads up. They're just never going to get rid of it. Never. Well, it's not paranoia if they're really after you. Exactly. Exactly right. It's not only true, but also the tagline for enemy of the state. (laughs) So it's. uh, I got to watch that again. Yeah. I've been reading up. I think it's called Whammy. I've been reading up on it lately. And uh, it's a little terrifying. The stuff that we've talked about it for years and said, one of these days. Well, when I say one of these days. It could be in the next six months that these things begin to come online. I'm a little disturbed that if, if they're calling it whammy, are they naming it after the creature that steals your points on Press Your Luck, the old game show? Oh, my gosh. You figured it out. <laughs> no. Uh, Goldline would uh, like to wish you a happy new year. They share some good news to kick it off. Famous trader J.C. Parents, 
who runs uh, all, uh, allstarcharts.com, has just indicated that he thinks gold may reach $5,000 an ounce. I hope he's wrong. As someone who owns some gold, I hope to God he's wrong. Because if he's right, that means the world is in tremendous trouble. I will tell you, I'm putting a list of predictions uh, down for 2023, and I'm really close. I, I haven't decided yet if I'm going to put it on for 2023 or 2024, but the uh, digital currency from the Fed, I'm leaning towards it's going to happen by the end of the year. Um, and that's the kind of stuff that it would make gold go up to 5,000 an ounce. Swiss Asia Capital CIO has claimed that it'll reach $4,000 an ounce this year. I don't know. I just know it's real money. Okay? It's, it's not a representation of money. Gold is what backs the representation of money. Goldline. Goldline.com. Call them right now. With every tube of 25 of the one-fourth ounce gold Mayflower background, you're going to receive at no charge 10 one-ounce silver Mayflower rounds and 50 of the Mind Your Business Silver Grand Bars. This is a tremendous deal. These rounds commemorate the 400th year of the landing of the Mayflower. They are beautiful, and they have the uh, crest of the United States, the seal of the United States, as designed by Benjamin Franklin, which is totally different, on the back of each. Uh, get this deal now. Call them at 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE, or goldline.com. Okay. So, um... In mid through late December, the United Nations hosted its COP15 international meeting on biodiversity. Uh, and they did this right before Christmas, you know, because they knew everybody was paying attention. And, you know, we want to make sure everybody understands what we just did. The last day of the conference, the member nations adopted, in the words of Reuters, quote, a landmark global deal to protect nature and direct billions of dollars towards uh, conservation. Mm -hmm. uh, the Kunming Montreal Global Biodiversity Framework, reflecting the joint leadership of China and Canada, is the culmination of four years of work toward creating an agreement to guide global conservation effort efforts through 2030. Delegates were able to build a consensus around the deal's most ambitious target of protecting 30% of the world's land and seas by the decade's end. The Canadian Environment and Climate Change Minister uh, called the agreement a major win for our planet and all of humanity, charting a new course away from the relentless destruction of habitats and species. Hmm. The deal directs countries to allocate $200 billion per year for biodiversity initiatives from both the public and private sectors, as well as to conserve massive amounts of land and water to reach the global goal of 30% of land and water conserved globally by 2030. The other parts, they want to cut food waste in half to reduce overconsumption. Hmm. 
reduce by half both excess nutrients and overall risk posed by pesticides and hazardous chemicals. Excess nutrients? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's an interesting yeah, term. I've never heard that lots term. Lots of excess nutrients. Mm. Progressively face out or reform by 2030 subsidies that harm biodiversity by at least $500 billion a year while scaling up positive incentives for biodiversity's conservation and sustainable use. Uh, ensure that areas under agriculture, aquaculture, fisheries, and forestry are managed sustainably, in particular through the use of sustainable biodiversity uh, programs, including through a substantial increase of the application of biodiversity-friendly practices. Oh, I, I, I like friendly practices. I wonder what those might be. By the way, the Biden administration, a big part of this agreement, has already adopted its own 30 by 30 conservation goal in the United States. It's all ESG and the Great Reset at work. The Glenn Beck Program. Jeez. Uh, Deborah writes in about her experience with Rough Greens. She says, I recently adopted an older German shepherd named Ava. I added rough greens to her diet about 10 days ago, and I believe it's already helping with her digestion. Uh, Ava seems to love the taste. She's always anxious to eat and licks the bowl clean. Her energy is improving, and she's adapting well to her new home. Uh, I will make rough greens a regular addition to her meals. Thank you, rough greens, from both me and Ava. Deborah, thank you. Uh, rough greens is not a dog food. It's a supplement that you sprinkle on the food. And dogs like Ava, <clears throat> dogs like mine, Uno, love it. Just love it. The folks at Rough Greens are so confident that your dog is going to love it that they're going to have a special deal for you. You just go to roughgreens.com slash back. They'll give you your first bag free. Free. All you pay for is shipping. Just go to roughgreens.com slash back. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash back. Or call today, 833-GLEN-33. 833-GLEN-33. Roughgreens.com slash back. It's a new year. Great time to get on board with Blaze TV. Go to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn and save 10 bucks. Where do you stand on this uh, McCarthy issue, Stu? I think uh, I think it was coming in the most likely thing that McCarthy would win. However, his approach seemed to be he gave a lot of ground, as even Chip Roy mentioned, some important mm-hmm. things, uh, and then got really angry about it. And his closing argument to everyone who was opposing him was, "You F suck, you." Yeah, <laughs> you know, the, and yeah. I, I was shocked. Dan Crenshaw said, "You're an enemy if you don't vote for him." A lot of that. It was not wow. just from Crenshaw. It was from several, apparently. I, I'm fine, Kevin. Dan. If I'm an enemy, I'm fine. I'm fine with that. Yeah, uh, including from Kevin McCarthy <laughs> as well. They were, you know, very. They decided to come down hard on the people to because try to push them in order. Because they think that they are the majority. They think... And they that, are the majority. I mean, McCarthy got no, over in 200 there. votes. Right? Yeah, no, in there. Mm-hmm. They think they're the majority of the Republicans. I don't think they are. Republicans mm. are really tired of all of this stuff. The average, everyday Joe is tired of all of this. Yeah. The 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 blue collar people are tired of the fat cats winning 
And I've never seen an easier choice. I mean, again, look at Florida. Ron DeSantis wins by what? A fraction of a point? Point, I think four tenths. Yeah, four tenths of a point. He wins re-election by 19 points. That doesn't happen just because you weren't the Democrat. Right. That happens because you were doing something. Yeah. A positive agenda. People actually care about, like, see the vision. Yeah, totally. Now, look, this is more difficult than I want it to be, right? My reactionary thought here is I want to... I'd love to have Chip Roy, the Speaker of the House. Me too. I'm not going to get it, but I'd like to have it. Um, And I think the issue here is, of course, we want someone more conservative, more aligned with conservative values. If we had somebody that was as radical as the democrats put up for speaker of the house right i mean i don't even know who you would have that is that radical it would it would it would literally maybe have to be some i mean might have to be karl marx you know what i mean karl marx is more in the middle of the party on the left now yeah not even on the fringes but i mean what you're trying to do here if you have 245 seats you can get that person in like there's a chance you could get in a real conservative what you're looking at now is, you know, 222, 223 seats. You have a, you have four you can lose. So not only can you not lose Chip Roy or some other conservative, Lauren Boebert, right? You also can't lose the most moderate members in the Republican caucus. So you, you're you not going to get the person you want out of this. The question is, but wait, wait, wait. <clears throat> can you find the either the perfect midpoint, which is almost impossible to make both sides happy, mm-hmm. Or you're going to have a negotiation and, as Chip Roy pointed out earlier on the show, a a conversation about trust. If you can find someone who will at least treat you as a a human being and a respectable member of the caucus. But I think this is all that the the extremists are looking for. They're just looking for, look, we want to have a debate about these bills. Mm -hmm. We don't want them done by six people in a committee meeting and then rush to the floor without any of us reading it. No debate, no add-ons. No, we're not doing that. That's what they're asking for. And I think that's 100% reasonable. I think their asks are very reasonable. One of the asks was, hey, can we get 72 hours after a bill comes out to vote on it? No. You're an extremist. Rational. Another one they gave, and this is an interesting one. Normally, you have to get half of the Republicans to come out and vote and say, we want the speaker to be tossed out. They lowered that threshold from half... So, you know, 114 mm-hmm. or 112, whatever it is, to only five members can call for a vote now. Five members can say, hey, we think Kevin McCarthy sucks. Let's vote him out. And if you can get the majority of the Republicans to do it, you could throw him out. So he might, even if he wins, he might not be in there long. Um, but you're, I think what's going to happen is, I think because of the way McCarthy approached this, he's now cemented that block of 19 now to 20 maybe even more maybe even more of people who are just like i don't not only do i not like getting the rules that i want i also do not like kevin mccarthy yeah and i he's he's targeted me and i'm not going to put up with it so to me the most likely that, that just shows kevin mccarthy is a nancy pelosi that that's the way the left deals with things get in line or you're done 
And there are enough Republicans that are tired of that being the line from the Republicans. Yeah. Sorry. I'm an independent person and I am not going along in lockstep silently with everything that you say. Yeah. And I think there's two different sides of this too. the Chip Roy side, which is like, hey, I have some really fundamental, you know, foundational things that I want to get answered. And if you can make this right, we can box Kevin McCarthy in on these things. I'm willing to go through. Right. There's another side that I think just doesn't like McCarthy and wants to embarrass him (laughs) and will take someone similar to McCarthy if it's not McCarthy. You know, like, you know, Steve Scalise or Lee Stefanik are the next two that have been talked about. And, you know, they're not going to be, I don't think, all that different from McCarthy policy-wise. But they might just be liked by more members and be able to I get would through. rather have somebody who is chained down yes. than somebody I like. Oh, totally. Because you, you never can trust people, so no. don't trust. The other part that's interesting about this is the Donald Trump aspect here. Trump came out and endorsed kevin mccarthy for speaker uh you know and people like marjorie taylor green have yeah we're campaigned. like what are you doing no no they've campaigned for mccarthy mccarthy yeah um so it's been a it's wait, been a weird wait what yeah that yeah that's uh she's been trying to convince this group which is a lot of people who are similar uh, maybe in policy position to marjorie taylor green but she's on the mccarthy side of this uh, which is kind of a fascinating turn i guess um but donald trump was as well so maybe not you know, not all that surprising in some ways. So all of this went down yesterday. Three votes uh, went down. McCarthy did not get through. The question was, what was Trump going to do? He was asked by uh, one of the D.C. media um, services, and he basically was noncommittal. Look, I, you know, we're going to see what happens here. I don't know. So it seemed like to a lot of observers that he was looking at this and saying, look, this is a loser. It's time to get off the bandwagon. Well, he just came out with a new statement. Um, some really good conversations took place last night, and it's now time for all of our great Republican House members to vote for Kevin, close the deal, take the victory, and watch crazy Nancy Pelosi fly back home to a very broken California, the only speaker in U.S. history to have lost the House twice. Republicans, do not turn a great triumph into a great, a giant and embarrassing defeat. It's time to celebrate. You deserve it. Kevin McCarthy will do a good job and maybe even a great job. Just watch. Nah. Nah. You don't buy that. No, I think he believes it. Maybe he has yeah. more information than I do. I, I don't. I, you don't no. buy that he's going to do a great job. No, I no, I don't. <laughs> yeah. um, but I was wrong. I didn't think Donald Trump would do a great job. And I think he did a great job. And many fronts, he did things that were the exact opposite what I would have expected him to do. So maybe he's, you know, had conversations with Kevin. I, I don't know. I, I'm just done and I wouldn't be this hard-nosed about it if it hadn't been for what Mitch McConnell did right before the holiday, mm. where he took away all, everything you worked for, everything you worked for. In the omnibus yeah, bill. Yeah, it just took it away, just took the omnibus and said, hey, yeah, we're locking in uh, all of the funding for the next year, which took every piece of power uh, not every, but a Many lion's of share of power away from Congress. You just why, why would try you do to that? win when this is what winning looks like? Yeah, why? Why? I mean, I, I, I have to tell you, I think there is the. I hate to say this out loud because it it means the destruction of the republic for a while, <laughs> uh, and maybe forever. But I think that there is going to be a third party. I, I think there's a chance Donald Trump starts a third party. I think Donald Trump uh, is unpredictable enough to say, 
you know what? This whole thing is rigged. Uh, you know, I didn't win the primary or maybe he does it before the primary. I, I don't know. But there's a chance that he could say, I'm out. I'm going to start my own party. And there will be a good argument for a lot of people to go to a third party because this party, the Republican Party, has betrayed everybody all the time for decades, decades. It doesn't mean anything anymore. No, here's what it means. It means if you work really hard, you will uh, get them elected and then they'll go and betray you. That's what it means. That's what it means for the most part. Hmm. And uh, if if that happens, I mean, we only have one shot. I think we have one more chance. If we don't if we lose the presidency and the Senate and the White House, we're done. We're at the end, guys. We're at the end. But it doesn't help us to have the Senate and the House and the presidency and then have somebody who's going to go in and spend just as much as they're spending now. We, we need true reform. We need somebody to go in and clean up the DOJ, stop the uh, Department of Education. We need actual reform. And that's why it is it is time for the Republicans to start stating a vision. I haven't heard a vision for America. All I hear is, well, we, we need to go back to the Constitution. That doesn't mean anything to anybody. It does to me, it does to you, but it doesn't mean anything except an old dusty document to most people. They don't know what the Constitution is. They don't even know we have three branches of power. So what is your vision? This is the thing that we're going to be touching on tonight and tomorrow on the Glenbeck program. Tonight at uh, 9 o'clock for my Wednesday night special, we're going to lay out, see if we can find a a Republican agenda for 2023. What is it going to take to win and have it actually mean something? Tonight at 9 o'clock on the Glenn Beck Wednesday night special that's on Blaze TV, Blaze TV YouTube. Uh, if you don't have Blaze TV, please sign up now. Uh, we need you to be part of the family at uh, blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn, and you're going to save 10% on your subscription right now. We'll see you tonight at 9 p.m. More in a minute. So how's that New Year's resolution coming along? Yeah, yeah. I didn't even make one. That's how. That's how. <laughs> I, I'm, oh, I, it's a guaranteed way not to fail. Guaranteed. I'm not going to fail this year. Mm. I didn't make one. If you did make one, how long did it take you before that pizza was just calling your name? And you're like, I got it. Here's one. Try, try resolving not to end up in a broken down car on the side of the road after midnight some night wondering, how the heck am I going to pay for this car to be repaired? Easy resolution to keep. If you have car shield. CarShield offers protection plans for around 100 bucks a month. All you have to do is choose the mechanic to do the work, and CarShield administrators handle the rest. Incredibly easy to do. It'll save you so much hassle. You can also count on CarShield to help take care of you when your car breaks down and you're stuck on the side of the road. And every protection plan includes coast-to-coast -coast roadside assistance, rental car options, and trip reimbursement at no extra cost. So lock in your price today and it'll never go up. Go to carshield.com slash Beck or call 800-227-6100. 800-227-6100. It's carshield.com slash Beck. Save 20 
20% now. 800-227-6100. The Glenn Beck Program. So do you remember, Stu, I said probably 2009, if you ever read this word in a in a story, a news story, run for your life, run for your life. That will be the beginning of the real destruction of money. Mm. Do you remember what that was? The word? Yeah. Yes. Because <laughs> it's you're the only person I've ever heard say it. Yes. Uh, Rehypothecation. Rehypothecation. Mm-hmm. Do you remember what that is? I'm going to butcher it, but it was basically like taking the value of something multiple times, like almost counting it more than once. Right. So you have an easy way to explain it. You have a you have a mortgage. mm -hmm. Who owns that mortgage? The bank. Mm, Do they? Right. Because they've cut that mortgage up and put that into uh, a whole package of mortgages. Yeah. And then they've sold it to somebody else. And then they put that on their balance sheet as an asset and sold that asset to somebody else. So right. nobody a, really owns anything. It's been pushed around so many times and counted so many times. And it's not it's it's not even a real thing anymore. Rehypothecation is Jimmy Stewart in a way. This is very loose, but in a way, Jimmy Stewart saying, no, your house is in your money is in in Mary's house. And Mary, your money is in the pharmacy down the street where we help build. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's nobody owns anything gold. There's only a certain amount of gold. We took Germany's gold. Now, they're never going to tell you this, but we took Germany's gold and everybody else's gold, our gold. And we said, oh, Germany needs some more to build some highways. Well, they're out of gold. Well, just uh, just count it as part of ours, too. There's not enough gold to go around for all the money that everybody owes. Mm. Okay, Uh, when that debt has to be settled, when people when there is a real true crash and people are like, wait a minute, I need all my assets back. That's when people are going to say, well, wait a minute, you don't really own that. And the world will own nothing. Hmm, I wonder if we'll be happy. Mm -hmm, Um, But there was a uh, Zoltan uh, uh, Pozar. He is the the, uh, head of uh, strategy at Credit Suisse. He wrote an article uh, a couple of days ago that I read. Uh, his his uh, look into the 2023, the headline, dusk for the petrodollar, that'd be our dollar, dawn for the petro won, that'd be China's, and the coming commodity rehypothecation. Mm. And I thought, honey, do we have gas in the car? <laughs> <laughs> All right, great show tonight on uh, what we need to be looking at for strategy. Stand tall. This is your country. These are your rights that have been being violated. It's your money that is being spent by crazy sailors who are all drunk in Washington. Stand up. We'll give you that agenda and try to find it with you tonight, 9 p.m., only on Blaze TV and Blaze TV YouTube. We'll see you then. The Glenn Beck Program.